1: It's Denver's so home for today's comedy, Comedy 1031. It's Big Mike. Excited to get this man. It's Big Snow Mike! Dario tonight. He is here tonight at the Paramount Theater for the Latin Comedy Jam. He's the man behind one of Comedy Central's biggest, most successful shows, Mind of Men- Mind Mancia. And if that doesn't, you know, give it away. <laughs> we
2: have Carlos Mancia.
1: Eric Schwartz is in the house now. <laughs> What's going on,
2: man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I've been away from... Denver for way too long. It's been four years, bro. It's four, been four years, four torturous years. And you're back. Yeah. Well, it was. It was. Uh. Here's the thing. I work a buttload of improvs uh, outside of Denver. Yeah. A lot. And the deals that I get there, it's is a ridiculous deal because I'm like one of the first guys that really had the ability to do big concerts, but I would I would still do comedy clubs if I yeah. if I could. If I could fit a comedy club instead of a theater, I'd rather do a club. I just love that environment. A lot more intimate and, and so they so, so they took care of me. Yeah. So when they opened the one up here, they were like perform at our club. I'm like, no, nah, I'm a comedy works guy. Yeah. Wendy's been taking care of me forever. Right, of course. And they're like, Well, you can't do her club and not ours. And I had to respect Want a that. Wanna bet? Wanna bet? No, you can't <laughs> no, though, because no, no. of all this other work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, I mean Yeah, they got like 30 clubs and I perform all of them. Uh-oh. That's a lot. Yeah, this is one yeah, club. Yeah. No, so I was like, oh, I I can't do it. I can't I can't bone either of you. The politics of comedy. I know, dude. It's so bad. I people wish, didn't know. There's I politics. I, was, I wish I was Trump. I would have just said I don't care. <laughs> said I'm gonna build a wall between you two clubs, and I don't care. <laughs> and I'm gonna make it ten feet bigger. Yeah, <laughs> but I would have got Mexicans to build it. That's for sure. <laughs> <I would've. laughs> and if they said they if they cussed you out, you said
1: ten more feet. Yeah, exactly. Ten more feet every time.
2: Every time somebody said something, ten more it's feet. Like a slack on the feet. wrist. It's so, but dude. This this whole race is is ridiculous, bro. It is unbelievable. I mean, as a comedian. As an American, it's embarrassing. Yeah. As a comedian, I really want Bernie Sanders to win the nomination and Donald Trump. On the uh, one hand, for all you people that think things are free, because well, it's this generation of people that download free music, download free content. Yes. They're the ones that think free college, what's the big deal? What you don't understand is countries that have free college and free health care pay usually between 60 to 80% in income taxes. Mm. So you can have it. And I don't mind paying that much. I don't care. Yeah. But I just want to see the faces of everybody else when they're like, up <laughs> you go, wait a minute. How come I'm only getting $28 in my paycheck? Exactly. Yeah, but you could go to the hospital for free. Say, so, <laughs> don't worry about it, dude. Go get your health care. It's all good.
1: So when you have that first fall and you break every bone in your body, yeah. you're like, oh, damn, this is okay.
2: You're fine. Exactly. Don't worry about it. And then on the other hand, you know, we got a guy that says he's going to get Mexico to pay for the wall, <laughs> and there are people that are like, "Oh, he's gonna do it." Yeah, I'm sure Mexico has a pile of cash waiting. And if you go, what's that cash for? Oh, that wall, we're waiting for his phone call. Yeah. When he calls, we're gonna be like, "Take the money and build the wall." It's so and, stupid. And, then, and every time that you know he talks
1: back, and they're like, "Stop! It'll make it ten feet bigger!" Don't don't talk yeah, back exactly. to Trump. Yeah, exactly. You, you doing? think so?
2: Yeah, Jesus, get that. it. Well, that's he. Ugh. The stuff that comes out of this dude's mouth is just. I need to to research the group. The KKK? You need to research that? Because it's the white group, not the Mexican group called KKK, which is more what, what, what. (laughs) That's not not the question. We're the KKK. What do you guys mean? We have a lot of questions. (laughs) Very many questions. Our organization is about asking questions. Why? (laughs) I have to see which branch it is. You know,
1: maybe it's a more progressive KKK. The more progressive KKK? yeah. They, they just like the outfits, but yeah. they don't hate the bad stuff. You don't
2: know. Yeah, there's there's that side of the KKK. Yeah, sure. Listen to me. <laughs> we don't hate black people. We just kind of dislike them. <laughs> <laughs> we just like white sheets <laughs> over our heads. So you got you
1: to love politics. That seems like, this seems like just a treasure trove of content for a comedian or ju- you know, people in it general. Is, but, it
2: is. It, but not. See, here's the thing. What I try to tap into isn't the actual... Uh, The actual content Of what they're talking about There's something better than that And that's What kind of a country are we living in Where these two candidates are possible Yeah So on the one hand It is millennials Who have gotten everything free in their life Who've never seen their parents Really work You know what I mean It's just they have a pretty decent yeah. job You know when you live in Aurora You don't see your parents struggle you see, it feels like everything comes easy. Right. And you didn't pay for that album. And when you did, it was 99 cents. It was nothing. You and you didn't... thought that was a ripoff. Yeah, Just... and you thought, I uh, oh, to you, I had to pay for that song. So I'm going to watch that movie for free. You know, all that stuff. So they, they don't know that in the real world, yeah. somebody has to pay for it. And our government is not this entity. It's you. Your money. Yeah. We owe that much money. That money comes Because so- people so go, it's the government. No, 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 no. You owe that much money. That's how much. As a matter of fact, for anybody out there who's interested in what your debt is as an American, <laughs> ignore your credit cards. Ignore everything. Take the trillions of dollars that we owe divided by 330 million. That's the, the population of America. And whatever number you come out with, that's how much you owe as an American. Start saving. So now, yeah. So when you see, are oh, you how many millions of dollars? <laughs> There's a Chinese guy like Smithers going, "Yes, yeah, so are you do." Let me let me answer this you right are now. Oh, this is Tommy. Don't look your number up. You don't want to see it. Just,
1: just do like most Americans. Just ignore the debt.
2: <laughs> but then on the other hand, how can people be that pissed off? I know smart people that are voting for Trump. Uh-huh. They're just mad. They're mad beyond their ability to even want to think like I've said to my friends come on between you and me and they're like I don't want to go there I don't want to go there because they know that I'm going to say something like you really believe this is going to happen right. and they're like I, I don't even want to think about it that way I am so pissed right now that I literally want this guy to F things up Yeah, that's what I want and I'm like wow so that to me is where the real trove is that emotion because that emotion is not about a joke That emotion is about a feeling. And if you can find ways to mess with that emotion, you can fit hundreds of jokes as opposed to a Donald Trump joke and a Rubio joke. Now you don't even have to include them in it. You can just talk about what kind of a country, we're. what are you mad about? What is pissing you off that much? And then either go with I'm mad like you or wait a minute, I'm an immigrant. You're mad at America? Go to any other country <laughs> in the world. Anyone. Yeah. Just j- just go to Europe and ask for ice and see them freak out as if you're asking for a penguin on Mars. That's how bad it is in other countries. Oh. That's how not... It's not even it's bad. It's not America. Yep. It's exactly. not us. There's still places they don't have a fridge.
1: Mm-hmm. entire, the entire country... Uh, their power went out. The entire country. The I mean, whole it, country. It's like, not, not like a, a district or a, a city. or a t- The entire country just out. It's like so. Right. It, like you said, I think
2: it's a, a little bit of underappreciated. Just not knowing. Not really realizing. How could you not know, though? Listen, half of the planet doesn't have access to drinking water. Uh-huh. Now, look at this. On our worst day, we have Flint, Michigan. That's on our worst day. Uh-huh. But if that water was in the middle of Africa, they would be bathing in it, drinking in it. Yeah, screaming there would be we have water, balalaka, water. you know what I mean yeah. and I would say like dude that water might kill you well if we don't drink it we will definitely die we have water it is a little problem, but who cares you know what I mean it, it's a whole different if we exactly we have no perspective exactly. and when you're when you are on top so to speak it's hard to have perspective because the one thing that's great about America is that we want to make it better and that's awesome yeah. but this whole theory that America broken is broken. I mean, I swear to God, I, I'm glad I live in America. If I was watching the Republican debates and I wanted to come to this country, I would be going, I, I don't want to go to that broken country because era, it's broken. Yeah. And we got to take it back from the black kind. Like, what did Obama do?
1: You know, the whole universal health care thing. You
2: but know, it's not universal. Whole, he acts like he, made, he, like he made it black or, or something. The
1: Obamacare, whatever you want to call it. You know, right.
2: The old... But here's the thing. The problem, what people don't understand is, we already have universal health care. If you go to an ER in the United States of America, they have to take care of you. They can't say, you don't have insurance? Get out. It's not the way our country works. And that's the worst and most expensive type of health care. The problem is... Idiots that don't have insurance are the ones that do the stupidest things. (laughs) They're the ones that end up at our hospital with two broken legs. How'd you break both of your legs? Uh, I was trying to jump from the roof to the pool. (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? My friends friends were like, you can make it. So I was going to, I ran (laughs) on.
1: It's ridiculous.
2: It is utterly ridiculous. We have Carlos Mencia
1: in studio, who's here tonight, by the way. If you didn't know, he is at the Paramount Theater. It is the Latin Comedy Jam. You can get your tickets at comedy1031.com, but get them while you can because it will definitely uh, sell out. Yeah, there's not a lot
2: of tickets left already. so It's
1: almost gone. Get Uh, them. Tell everybody about that show tonight, man. Like you said, it's been four years since you've been here. You're back here in Colorado. It's
2: been four years since I've been here, and I wanted to to get away from the business for a while. I wanted to get grimy. I felt like, um, for me personally— Minam and Seal was such a huge success, such a huge thing. And I just kind of had to step away from it because I realized that it it was I I was watching TV yesterday and I saw myself on a show that I don't remember being on. I literally do not remember being on that episode of Mad TV. Don't remember it. I'm like, what the hell? When did that happen? And I realized, wow, that time went so fast for me. I, I, li- I literally needed to ground myself because my comedy started becoming Kathy Griffin's, and I love what she does. I'm not knocking her comedy; it's just not what I want to do. I want—I don't want to tell stories about the Jonas Brothers and going at a party, and I, it's just not my thing. I want to be grounded in real stuff, and I—and I had to kind of step away from that to ground myself to to get myself ready for the next. You know, phase in the career because great comics have three, four, or five phases. We kind of only tend to remember one or two, but if you look at guys like, prior guys like carlin you go way back and they were just joke tellers then they like carlin was just a joke joke guy then he kind of got a little weird in 70s and then he became very like i'm doing the beard i'm being acerbic i'm great and so there were a lot and and every time he transitioned he lost he lost fans when he came back he gained more and it's that thing so for me it was like okay I want the next phase to not be this same phase I want to be able to be in the moment better to grow to so I kind of had to take the time to do it and stepped away for a minute but what happened was uh, I got a phone call from a buddy who was like man I'm doing these shows and I want you to be a part of them and it finally got to a place where I was like you know what I'm, I'm down let's let's do this and he goes oh, I've been doing this as a Latino comedy jam but we could promote you just you I was like no 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 let's keep it let's keep it as a Latino comedy jam let's help out some, some young comics I love helping out young comics I always have so let's bring a couple of young comics they open the show. They there are four of them. They do 40 minutes. I come on. I do an hour and a half. An hour and forty. Two hour killer show. Boom. We're good to go. So it's awesome. Let's get it done. And so that's that's the format of the show. So we're doing one here. We're doing one in Pueblo. And then we have like twenty or thirty set up for the rest of the year. So Who are some of the guys you have on tonight? Tonight, uh Tonight there's only one guy that I know. I they booked the other two guys okay, and cool. they're 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 escaping my mind. But the one kid that I've been bringing on the road, his name is Cisco Duran. Okay. He's a really, really funny Dominican kid from uh, from Miami that I found. And, uh, like, I, I go around the country and I find somebody. And, yeah, so he's that's a really cool. good kid. That I'm, there's a kid named Drew Landry that's back east. He's a kid I'm kind of working with. There's a kid named uh, Miguel mal He's in the Midwest. He's actually kind of ready to pop. He's a really great writer, really funny, good performer. And then there's this young, young kid from New York area, His name is uh, Kevin Dombrowski. And so those are the guys that, like, I rotate and kind of work with. So, yeah, I can't wait to, like, put them out. But, I mean, dude, my openers, I'm littered with guys that, you know, Bobby Lee's of the world, the Pablo Francisco's of the world, the Joe Coy's of the world, the Brad Williams of the world. It goes on and on. I mean, those are guys that when I brought them, nobody knew who they were. Brought them on the road for, you know, a year, two, three, some of them and they're just blowing up and it's it's so cool to look back and say wow wow okay
1: and that's cool that you can you know give that back because I mean you've had such great success and you know, you mentioned the show it's been like ten years since that show kicked off for the first yeah but yeah for, for oh, six. That, like for people that maybe that were introduced to you via that show right you've been doing stand up much longer than that I've been you've been doing like for about thirty years. years
2: yeah almost thirty years I'm going on thirty now yeah how did that start
1: like what got you started in doing stand up what was you that? know it's
2: funny I was never a funny guy and I'm st- I I've learned how to be funny uh, but it's a switch for me I'm not the normal funny guy it's yeah. not who I am. I'm an intellectual, I'm a philosopher I'm very, very, very um, Emotionally Spiritually, mentally deep uh, Or at least it's what I attempt to do It's what my, you know what, it's what my friends say That I am, off stage And uh, What happened was, I would tell my friends Can you believe this stupid person did this stupid thing I wasn't trying to be funny I was literally trying to be like Can you believe this? It wasn't like, can you believe that? It was literally like anger. Right. Like, that's why if you watch my stand up in the first 20 ish years, it was very angry because it came from that place. Right. It didn't come from a curiosity, it came from what is wrong with you? And that's another thing that I had that I wanted to change. So, the past few years, I've gone from I'm mad at you, I can't believe this. I'm from East LA. I was born in Honduras. I'm going to prove to you that I'm worth whatever it is Uh. to, okay, this this is life. My struggle is the struggle that Socrates, Aristotle, Jesus, all of them, it's just the world is usually a lot of idiots. Smart people and a lot of people in the middle That everybody's fighting for yeah. Come to the smart side, come to the stupid side You know, I'm a victim, no I'm not And that's the fight that we've had for yeah. Forever since the existence it's, it's this When we went from a bunch of nomads To, okay, let's create a village here What do we do With that one idiot that can't hunt? <laughs> that, right? That question yeah. That question has plagued man From the dawn of time, what do we do with that dumbass? We can't teach him how to fish, we can't teach him how to hunt, but we can't let him die. So what do we do? Let's make him a politician. Exactly, dude. And there it is. (laughs) And that—that's the question. But for me now, I get it. I get that. Okay, I'm just a piece of this machinery, and I'm just here to keep balance. You know what I mean? It's yep. the angels and demons fighting. It's the smarts and the stupids. It's just keep it, just just try to keep it fair. Yep. Try to keep just enough on our side. Enough <laughs> on our side so that the balance just doesn't get totally screwed up. Yeah. And you're seeing that balance play out in America today. On, on the right, they're angry and they don't care. They really don't care. Yeah. On the left, they care enough to, to still go, we love you, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> mm, come on. Come on. Come on <laughs> really? So you're you're seeing that fight on both sides. And then we're going to see the fight when those two candidates come together. Yep. That's when you're going to see who's going to win. The, the the moderate thinkers, whatever you're on the right or on the left, doesn't matter who. Or the crazy people who are just pissed off. Yep. And, and that's the struggle. It's going to be interesting. So, battle. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I now see it and I'm in a better place. And it's funnier. And... It was interesting. I was I was listening to myself the other day, and because I record every single set, and I was like, "Man, that's some of the edgiest stuff I've ever done," and yet it's funnier than it was before. And I don't have people mad or walking out. I did this great bit, um, and it's one of the only times that I waited to do a bit. Normally, I'm on it like the night of, like yeah. the Pope when he Pope was talking about Trump that night. I was on it. All this stuff. But this was after the San Bernardino shootings. And when it happened, I remember thinking, okay, this dude had a woman who was willing to do anything with and for him. The most DAB I've ever known of in the history of women. And he wasted it on a murder spree. This dude could have done every possible Caligulum thing with this woman. He could have said to her, I want to bang you on a ski slope with a midget with one arm. And she would have been like, I'm down. Right. And he wasted it on a free, you dumbass. But I knew that I couldn't do it the night of. So I'm on that one, I waited like three days. Okay. Before I did it on stage. 72-hour <laughs> rule. Yeah, but then, but then because I went on I remember I went on stage and I was like, okay, Listen. Yes, he's disgusting. It's vile and it was evil. Are we over that part? Great. Let's talk about how down this chick was and what he did with that. Could you imagine? And I remember when I said it, some woman in the front row went, Oh, and I'm like, Really? Really? Okay. And I said, You guys been together for a while? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, You let him go back door? She's like, no I'm like that's my point (laughs) she would've done it she would've done it in a second she would've been like is that all you want that's it because you know I give you anything you want. Like that's it. That's why you don't understand. Like, and that's why you don't get it. And I told her, you, that's you're not down. Yeah. You're not even with this one over here, she's not even willing to cook for a guy. She's like, I, I don't. You see what I'm saying? And it just kept growing and growing because all the women were like, I won't do this and I won't do that. And I'm only making my point. This is my point. Yeah. She was willing to do anything. This one won't even make you a PB and J, bro. <laughs> So The opposite of that. But I heard that whole bit and I was like, dude, you did that just a few days after it happened. There's no way I could have done that before and and made people and not made people walk away. I mean, I remember, I would do the joke today differently, but I remember when TWA flight leaving New York uh, crashed. Like as it was taken off into the ocean, and I remember blaming the passengers because the name of the pilot was Kavorkian, and the flight number was fifty fifty. Oh. So, <laughs> so I was like, who gets on a plane? All right. I wouldn't do that today. <laughs> I would say, by the way, I would never have gotten on that flight because. The captain's name was Kaborkian and it was like 50-50. <laughs> I'm not taking any chance. Exactly. What other what other airline flight and you know what I mean exactly. but but that I'm there. I was like, who are these idiots that got on that flight? <laughs> and I remember, I did it in New York the week after it happened and the guy in the front row just went, "No." No. Yeah. And he got up and left. <laughs> now, I didn't care at the time because I was young and yeah, filled yeah. with bravado I was, whatever. He can't take a joke. Now I'm like, that man might have, that man actually might have come to the club, because he knew somebody that died in that flight, hoping to get a little bit of levity. And my dumbass yeah. is just like so cruel and. and that's
1: the that's, the, that's the, like you talk about balance. That's the balance trying to f- you figure that
2: line out. And well, not when I was young, I yeah. didn't know how to do that. Yeah. See, today I know how to make that funny without it, without it. Being mean to the actual victims yeah. You know what I mean because I, I, Even then I didn't want to make fun of the victims yeah. the, the joke really was About Kevorkian in 50-50 exactly. I, So yeah. that's you know what I'm saying yeah. So there's a way to do that without it you know, because I would have been this is Captain Kevorkian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. wait. A... Welcome to flight 5050. Um, yeah, I'm getting off this flight. Seriously. I'm sorry, but this, am I the only one that hurt? Kevorkian 5050. Yeah, yeah. This is it me? We're
1: playing Air Force One down. Whatever exactly,
2: dude. Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, you're here tonight, man. It's uh, Like I said, there's only a few tickets
2: left. Only so a few, yeah. Go
1: to comedy1031.com, the Latin Comedy Jam. Carlos Mencia. We want to thank you for making time for us, man. Anytime you come it, to brother. Denver, make sure you stop by the
2: station. Dude, always, and, brother.
0: Uh, <sighs> Spring is a time